0: Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. For all my loyal listeners, I see you. I see you. I sometimes go back and look at the numbers and it's increasing. The audience is growing and I'm so honored to be able to speak into the ear of your soul And for any new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I don't know what brought you on today, but you're listening for a reason. You're here for a reason. And anyone who's listening, I mean, it's not by chance. One thing that God told me before I started this podcast, before I even knew I was starting a podcast, he said, I'm going to make your voice be heard. And so all I could say was, okay, God, I don't know what you're talking about, (laughs) but you're going to make my voice be heard. And then a couple months after he revealed to me that I am to start a podcast. And so you're here because God brought you here. There's nothing that I can do. There's nothing I'm doing on my own to cause you to be here. And I'm honored. I don't take it for granted. And because I know who brought you here, I have to spend time with God because I want to speak from an honest place of my intimate time with God. I want to share with you what he shares with me that I know that's for you, you know, and you know, that's what our series is on this month is making room for God. You know, when you make room for God, yes, it's for you, it's for God, but then it's for other people. Like you're filled in the space, in the time that you have with God. And so when you're filled up, people can drink from your overflow. People will feel the peace off of you. People will feel the love, the gentleness, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's so important for us to stay filled and to make time to be still, to reflect, to meditate on him because It shows, it just shows, it shows where we've been, what we've been making room for in the way that we respond, in the way that we live, in the way that we show up, in the way that we treat others. And the more we spend time with God, I believe your quality of life increases. I truly believe that. I believe your quality of life increases. And that's what he wants you to have. And that's the only way we can have abundant life is if we spend it with the one who died for us to have it. And so for this week, if you haven't been following the very first week of March in our Make Room for God series, we talked about being still. And the next week we talked about reflecting. And then last week we talked about meditating. So if you missed any of those episodes, go back. You can listen to it on Apple, Spotify. You can watch the episodes now as well on YouTube. So again, I would love to see you guys come over on YouTube, you know, drop a comment that you've been, you know, following me, listening to me, but you have the chance to listen to it as well on YouTube. But today, I just felt in my spirit that we need to talk about worship. You know, I'm making room for God. And I'm sorry if you just heard that. <laughs> I'm on my computer. But in our making space for God, we can worship, you know. And I really want to break down that word worship because I believe that sometimes we have a sense of what worship is because of what we've seen in church or what we've heard. But we need to hear what God says about worship and what worship is for him. First, I wanna start with just the definition. I just looked up the word worship and it says the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity. So that's just your feeling that the way when you feel so strongly say for God, like you just feel this overwhelming love and reverence for who he is. And then there's the verb to show reverence. And adoration for a deity to show honor. And, you know, growing up in church, and, you know, when you think of worship, when I thought about worship, I thought about praise and worship, how it was the little time that you have before the pastor got up and spoke a word. So you're praising God, you're singing songs. And so worship was always, for me, tied to singing a song. And, just speaking of how good God is, like worship I'm worshiping Him, so it always began and end it there for me. And there's nothing wrong with worshiping God through songs, but we can worship Him in many different ways, in many different ways. And you know over the years as I've grown in my relationship with God, you know, I've come to learn that worship. The way that I show my reverence and my adoration for God is through the way that I live. Do I live, and I say love obedient, a love obedient life that's pleasing to God? That is true worship. Worship is something where from my heart, I reverence God by the way that I live. Now, I can express that reverence for him through lifting my hands and saying, God, you are wonderful. You are faithful. You are a good father. That is my expression of the worship, of the reverence that I have already in my heart for God from the way that I live. But if I'm lifting my hands, if I'm saying, God, you are wonderful and you are faithful, but my life resembles A life where I'm not making any room for God. I'm not hearing from him. I'm not being obedient to what he's telling me to do, where he's leading me. I'm following every fleshly ideal I have. I'm looking on social media and trying to mimic the things that other people are doing. If I'm living a life that's not in reverence to God, but it's in reverence to my own desires, it's in reverence to what I believe I should be doing or how I think, then I'm not truly worshiping God. I'm not truly worshiping him. And God wants us to get to a place of where we get back to the heart of what worship is, what he wants to see, what he's looking for. So let's read real quickly in Isaiah 29, 13, And it's about where God is talking to, excuse me, he's talking about the Israelites. And here in Isaiah, Isaiah is saying, this is what the Lord says in verse 13. These people say they are mine. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And their worship of me is nothing but man-made rules learned by rock. I mean, and oh, and just so you know, learn by rot, R-O-T-E. I looked that up because I look up anything that I'm like, I don't know what this word means. Oh, and I thought I wrote it down here. I want to make sure I explain what that is. I'm going to look it up one more time because I forgot. I think it's just by like a habitual thing. They learned how to worship him with their lips because it was just something learned, something they just did habitually. So yeah, so rot means mechanical or habitual repetition of something to be learned. So God is talking to people who have literally, they've learned to, hey, go to this mountain, go to this place, sacrifice, you know, these animals do these things to show honor, to show reverence to him. But he's saying, you're saying these things, you're singing these things, but your heart is like, it's not in it. Yeah. You could be habitually coming to me in the morning with your coffee and your journal to sit down and you say a prayer, God, thank you for this day. You are good. You get into your devotion, but then you go out and you live a life that is far from what you said to me in the morning. (laughs) You know, and I'm saying that, you know, that's what I do in the morning. I do. I get my tea. I get my journal. I get my devotion and I pray and I talk to God. I tell him how good he is and I try to hear from him. But our life has to line up with that. So I try to make sure, hey, you know what I'm spending time in the morning for is not out of something to check off a list and say, I did it like mopping the floor or getting laundry done. Like, no, this, I'm doing this because it's the source of my life. It's the way I'm able to live. And so God is saying here, he's like, man, I don't want your worship that begins and ends with the words that come out of your mouth. Your true worship is from your heart. It's from your heart. Your heart Is your passion, your desires, is that inner man, is that place, that intimate place in you, the things that you truly want. And, you know, something that I learned, because I thought that, you know, to worship God, it had to be apart from my other desires, like the other things, like even in spaces where it's like, God, I'm hurting right now. And I just desire to be alone. I don't want to talk. I don't want to, you know, I want to cry for a day, you know, I need this time. And I've learned how to still reverence God and make space for God in those moments. You know, it's so funny, you know, recently I've actually learned how to really tap into doing that, I was sad one day and I can't remember exactly what it was or what happened, but I was sad. And oh, my fiance, I'm getting married, you guys. (laughs) My kid's father, who I was married to 21 years ago, we got back together last year. I may have mentioned it on the podcast. I'm pretty sure just some of the stuff we have been like journeying through and we did a podcast together. And so last Sunday on my daughter's sweet 16th birthday, He proposed to me. I'm so excited about that. I meant to mention that at the beginning of this. But yeah, I'm getting married. But one day I was talking to him in the car and I was feeling sad. And he was like, Oh, babe, you know, you know, maybe you should, you know, put on some worship music and do the, you know, just to get myself, you know, lift me out of this spirit and lift me out of this place. And I was like, No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I don't wanna mask or try to get out of this place. This is where I'm at. And I want God to meet me where I'm at. And I'm going to meet God where I'm at. Like I used to feel like in certain spaces, I couldn't worship God in, but true worship, if it's from a place in your heart, and this is where I was at, then I'm like, I got to learn how to meet God in this place. So in my sad place, In the place where I wasn't feeling the best, I talked to God. I said, God, I feel this way. It doesn't change who you are. I know you're still good, but I want to be here. And and it was like, God, I want to be here for a little bit. I don't want to try to get myself to another place or even use worship. And I'm putting quotes around worship because sometimes we, again, we will tie worship to singing and listening to an uplifting song as worship. I don't want to use that to get to just get me out of a place. No, true worship is this is the place where I'm at, but I still honor you, God. I'm coming to you. I'm talking to you because I do honor you, because I do reverence you. That is true worship. I didn't turn on any music. I just talked to God and it was like, God was wrapping me in his arms. Honestly, I felt like God was proud of me. Like, That I could come to him and almost sit in his lap and say, I'm sad and I just need you to hold me. That's what it was. You are my father. You are my God. And you're the only one who could satisfy or who can hold me in this place. That is showing a true reverence for who God is in your life. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with, you know what, hey, I'm feeling this way. I don't want it to take me to a certain place. Let me listen to some uplifting music or whatnot, that's fine. I've done that too. And if you need that in that moment, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, for that moment, that time, it's like I had to really locate where I was at in my soul and what I needed. And what I needed was a minute to feel what I feel, but still allow God in that place, make room for him in that place and still work and worship him in it. Like, Let it become a lifestyle. Like worship is not something apart from your life. It's not something separate from the things that we go through. Worship is our life. It is the way you live. We live to honor God. We live to please him. And I think what gets us off track is when life circumstances and people or or things come between that to where I'm not able to talk to God in that space, where whatever it is has me so wrapped up that I can't even acknowledge God. I can't even reverence him. No, that's when that's a problem. So what I'm doing is I'm giving you permission to feel and go through what you're going through with God. You don't have to say, let me put this aside and go worship God. No, it's like, no, let me bring this into My worship with god let me sit with god in this let me hear what he has to say to me in this let me let god hold me in it and not everything it don't have to be something sad or hard or difficult but i found in those challenging moments where when i invite god in it i become stronger because i'm getting his strength from sitting with him and making room with him in it and not saying okay this doesn't exist and god just wants this no, God don't want just our lips. He wants a heart. He wants everything from us. That's why the word says, love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, meaning there's no part of me that I'm leaving off the table with God. He, he already knows it all, but he wants access to it all. So in our worship, worship, you're giving God access to your heart. I'm going to take a sip of tea right here, and I want you to think about that just for a moment, giving God access to your heart. Have you been giving God access to those places? Have you been worshiping Him in it, showing reverence to Him, going to Him first, not going to your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your friends, you know, your mentor, even your pastor? Have you been acknowledging Him and reverencing Him? And even getting to a place where, God, I feel this, I know this. You're still good. I still, I know somehow you're going to work it out for your good, for your purpose and your plan is getting to a place where my worship never ceases. It's an ongoing thing. So, you know, I wanted to mention, you know, that we show our expression of worship through the songs that we sing, through prayer, through talking to God, through making room to sit and read our word to hear from God, but we also show worship through the way that we live. Our life should show who we reverence. It shows who we reverence. Our life shows who we reverence. And does your life show that you reverence God? I actually was talking to my fiance. I'm gonna see if he can be on one of my midweek refreshment videos that I do during the week on social media. Um, you can check it out on Facebook, at refreshing the soul or Instagram at I am Shawanda Williams, but on Wednesdays, I want to have him on because we were talking about worship. He just said something just very so simple but powerful. But he said, you know, worship is he said it's not even that deep. It's just us delighting in the things that God made too. It's delighting in, you know, hey, when you're out. Walking in a park and the trees that you see, the time that you spend with your kids, that is, you know, really being present in the things that he created. He says almost like it's like a think about an artist who makes a piece of art, a masterpiece, and you're just. You're able to like, wow, this is what you made. Like I'm honoring what has been made. And think about with God, like he made us, he made everything around us. And when we can sit and like honor his art, his master, we can sit there and reverence like, man, God, you did this. So I'm going to enjoy this. I'm showing reverence to God. I'm showing honor. I'm showing adoration for who he is. Even by the time I spent with my family, that's worship that's worship. So we worship God with our lifestyle. We worship God in our day-to-day living. And I want you to just leave here knowing to make space for God, even in the hard places, by worshiping him from the place that you're in. Don't separate it. Don't feel like it has to be two different things God wants you to worship him in truth. He wants you to worship him from the place that you are in. It is not saying that what you feel doesn't exist is not there, but it's saying this is here, but I know God is here with me. Yes, I'm going through this, but I'm allow God to walk beside me in it. I want him. I want him to walk in front of me and it honestly lead me, guide me. You know, I'm coming to him. I want him in this with me, because he is who I honor. He is truly the head of my life. That is worship. That's worship. And God will honor us in it. And so let's end today with our confessions for the soul. At the end of every podcast, there's always a confession based on whatever the topic is for the month or the scripture that we read or whatever God puts on my heart. So if you miss any of them, go back, you know, for the past couple of weeks, there's confessions, you can write them down and speak them, you know, daily if you want. But just at this moment right now, I want you to take the time to open your heart and really allow God into the place of the truth of where you're at. And I want you to speak this from the heart, not just from your lips. God, I honor you with my lips and with my heart. My heart is close to you and your ways. I belong to you and you are mine. My worship is from my relationship with you. It is God made from the love I have for you. My life shows that I reverence you. I choose to worship you, God, in spirit and in truth, day and night. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.